Hey, you know what you need is some support, girlfriend. And we got you covered. From the north, I'm central Wisconsin, so I'm pretty far up there, pretty close to the Canadian border. I'm Melissa Marie, single mom. So you know the song, Another One Bites the Dust from Queen? Tell me that's your dating life. Entrepreneur, breast cancer survivor, and making it happen. To the South. Look, I'm from Texas. If it's one thing we know how to do, it is endure sweat in unspeakable places, okay? I'm Ashley Allen, single mom, career woman, and side hustling pro. You guys know me. I love inappropriate humor. <laughs> like, I love it. Like, I love it. Oh, like, it's part of who I am working my way to the top. If ever you needed someone to help you and have your back, well then girlfriend, we got you. Hello everyone and welcome to Girlfriend, We Got You. Um, Today, we are going to be discussing manifesting your dreams. I am your host, Melissa Marie, and I am with my lovely, brilliant, stunning co-host. I love brilliant. (laughs) You are brilliant. Hey, I've never been called that before. That's such a compliment. Oh, I love that. You are brilliant. Thank you. Um, you must be too, because like-minded individuals attract each other. So, oh, thank you. And I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're not going to talk about when you attract assholes. Okay. (laughs) No. Oh my God. No, 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 no. (laughs) Oh my God. So I am like really excited about today's topic. And I know I say that on every episode, but I just really love talking about manifesting because we actually talk about it quite a bit. We do. Um, when in our like daily conversations, which uh, listeners out there, like Ashley and I, like seriously talk daily, like and throughout the day. So, like in our daily conversations, um, we do talk about manifesting because it is a part of our lives, um, a minute by minute part of our lives, actually. Well, and it's funny because, and we don't necessarily use the word manifest. We just, no. we just say, Hey, you know what? I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And we're, I really want to do this and this is going to happen. Like we just talk and discuss our goals and our dreams and what we want to do. And we put it out in the universe and we, then we do it. Yeah, we actually do. Um, and we both have our own individual, like daily practices that we do to, help us with manifesting, uh, which we're going to share because I believe this is would be like really good, like information for our listeners Um, because my life was never like always like this, like where I am in my life today um, and using my manifesting um, techniques, I, I did not even know, or I did not understand Um, So it took me a while to get to where I'm at um, on that level today. Um, I'm the same way. So I'm very, very similar. And honestly, like, I didn't even realize that I was manifesting and doing these things until I got older and became like more self-aware. I was like, oh, wow, I've really been manifesting this in my life and, and my reality and like, it just, all of these things. So when I became more aware, then I started consciously manifesting, like intentionally doing it. Does that make sense? That's the best way. Um, And when I first like kind of realized for myself that I was manifesting, it was something like really super silly. And my kids like really know about it. Like, and it's kind of like a little funny, like family thing. But I, I, it is, I like rock star, star parking. So when I first started like manifesting and realizing I was doing it was when every time I would go somewhere like shopping, 
I would get this like ultimate like parking spot. And then it was kind of like a giggle with us. It's like mom's like getting Rockstar parking. Like mom always gets the best parking. And it was something like I was actually manifesting. And I know it sounds super, super silly, but that's when I really started realizing that I had more of like a power within. Yes, yes. It's, um, and it, I think it helps the more that you have fun with it than trying to put pressure on yourself. Right. You know, cause I was the same way and now I just forget about it. And I'm just like, I get like where, um, when I really want something like the parking thing, like I always want good parking, you know, like know. that's a, the forever thing for me. And, right. and it's funny because some days I'll be thinking, man, I really need to walk more. I really need to get in more steps. And literally, I remember one day I was thinking that and I was going to the grocery store and I was like, is there no fucking good parking here? <laughs> and then like, I parked way the hell out in the parking lot. And then I was like, oh, you know what? I have said it like twice today. Like, I really want to get my steps in. And I was like, well, there you go. <laughs> No, <laughs> the universe is like walk, walk. Yeah. Move your ass. <laughs> Move. <laughs> so yeah, um, and so and I just laughed. I was like, yeah, this is true, you know. And I felt better. I was like, you know, I feel good. I feel better. Walk in, and you know, I don't know. It's just it's one of those things that like, it, if you let it, it can be really fun. You know, it is fun. Do you use any tools for your manifesting? You know what? I have to say this. I am, I manifest things really fast. I know. I love it. And I just, it, like, seriously, it happens really fast and used to, you know, I would set intentions. I mean, I set intentions anyway, but like, I would do this whole thing where I would be like, get my sage or my Palo Santo, do my meditation do a specific money meditation. It's like a, um, it's like a Middle East mantra from the Middle East. Um, and I used to do all of these things, candles, all the woo woo. And, um, I just got really busy and I was like, I mean, I'm not saying that those things do not help that those things are amazing and miraculous. And I've done a lot of different techniques where it does, help release blocked energy. Yeah, I was right? going to say I think it prepared doing those things prepared you to where you are now because when exactly. you do have blocked energy, you do have to release in like any type of like old trauma or you know family um trauma or anything like that. Um I you do need to like block I mean unblock it. So uh, right. those are great ways of doing it. Mm-hmm. So, so the, now the only time I really do those kind of rituals or even the EFT, that's like, you know, the holistic tapping on your meridian points. I love the tapping by the I way. Do, I do too. Tap, and, for all of our listeners out there, tapping is great releasing. It really is. It really, really is because our emotions are energy and motion. So they get stuck around our pressure points throughout the body and it can cause disease, illness, discomfort, stress, um, tightness in the muscles. Um, so it's really great to say these certain, um, words of affirmation while you're tapping to release that. And so I will even do that sometimes. I don't do it as much anymore. Um, but I do it whenever I need to release anxiety or if there are situations that's just a little too much emotionally for me, I know I need to give myself a break and kind of do the, the tapping. Um, and I need to do my meditations. Mm-hmm. So I, but, but for the most part these days, I literally just wake up and do my best to think of three things that I'm grateful for before my feet hit the floor in the morning. That's what I try. I'm like, what am I grateful for today? And it always my babies and my health. And then, um, I don't know. Sometimes it's the Wi-Fi. <laughs> I love the grateful thing. You know, um, in one of the practices that I learned early on when I first started getting into manifesting, the first thing was, uh, gratitude. 
gratitude, gratitude. I actually did a 30 day gratitude, like kind of like a, like a workshop in a sense, but it was all like through a book and every day you had a, a gratitude, like exercise. And it was like super amazing. And one of the exercises for gratitude was you had a gratitude stone. So you went out and you got to choose any stone that you want. And I picked out a stone um, that I found while the kids and I were uh, walking. And um, this is when the kids were so little. And you put it by your bed. And every night before bed, um, you would say three things uh, of that day that you were grateful for. And then the next morning you would wake up and say three things that you're grateful for. And I think that is such an, a, everyone, I feel everyone should do it. Like, honestly. Oh yeah. Like yeah. gratitude is so important. And it, and it changes your mood. It shifts your energy because you get, you feel lighter when you realize how far you come or how much you have or anything like that, or what you've overcame, it could be anything, it could be anything. And it really changes your mood. Cause I used to have a gratitude journal and I would write in it every morning. I would date it and write in it and be like, today I'm grateful for this. And it, it was almost my own little challenge. Like I would try to keep up with it daily mm -hmm. um, to help me uh, get into that energy of feeling good. Um, because I feel like, and this has to be talked about because you and I were talking about this before we hopped on. I mean, before we started recording about how we've listened to people talk about manifestation on podcasts and stuff, or mm -hmm. these manifestation coaches. And some of them can be so misleading and just giving just such wrong information or putting, putting things out there that, um, you know, are just, are, are, it's not really doing anybody any favors, quite honestly. And I, 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 I totally agree. And, um, that's what happened to me this morning. I was listening to a couple of podcasts I've listened to in the past. And I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe they're saying that because that is not correct. Um, I personally feel like uh, for manifesting, gratitude is number one. Um, I kind of want to go back to like your story, Ash, um, mm -hmm. about the uh, journal. So when Carl was diagnosed with autism, when he was like two or three, that time period for me was a very devastating time period. I was just going through a divorce. Uh, my ex-husband uh, was not being very kind. Um, and his family wasn't very kind either. I'll be quite honest. And Carl was, when Carl was diagnosed with autism, they actually, um, would not believe it. In fact, when I started taking them to, or taking Carl to, uh, therapy, they were so against therapy and they still struggle with the therapy with the kids with that side of the family now that, um, it was like me against the world. And my aunt, who um, is my mom's um, brother's wife, um, they unfortunately um, lost a son. My um, cousin committed suicide at 15. Oh and God. it was horrendous for the whole family, obviously for a parent. So during that time when Carl was diagnosed, um, and this happened way prior to Carl being diagnosed with the, you know, the suicide uh, of my cousin. Um, but she really was like my true angel. I'm going to get a little emotional. But she was really my true angel because I was going through such a hard time. And I didn't understand in that time in my life, like anything about gratitude, anything about any of this. And um, I felt like there was just no hope because I really felt like it was me against the world and I need to get like my son taken care of. And I was on my own and I was cleaning houses. I was hustling. And um, she told me about gratitude. And she's told me, she was like, Melissa, like when I was going through that rough time, uh, when Brett, when he passed, he's, she's like, I had no hope. 
And, um, and she has strong faith. So it surprised me when she told me she even lost faith. And she said the only thing that got her out of that was what she started a gratitude journal and it started very simple. She had like no gratitude at the time. Like she just, she lost it all. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I had to do like, I am grateful for like a tree or I'm grateful for this. Like it was very simple. And, um, she ended up writing like her gratitude every single day. And so I did that. I did exactly what my aunt did and it literally changed my life. And it was the hardest thing for me to do at the time. But I literally, like, I have journals upon journals of me writing down what I am grateful for. And it was everything from, like, a rock to, like, you know, like a tree to, and then it manifested more into, like, you know, like my kids and all of that stuff. Because I just didn't, I was in such a dark place. I didn't know what to do because I felt like no one was there to help me. Like, I felt so alone. Yeah. And then my aunt, who, I mean, interesting enough, like she came in and she was just like the shining, like she like pretty much shared me her practices of how to get out of that like hard spot. So gratitude, I think, is like the main component to manifesting. I really really, really, really do. And as far as tools goes on, so I would say probably after that time period and, you know, me getting through just, you know, Carl with his things and, you know, like his, um, all of his counseling and stuff and, you know, me going through becoming who I am today, I also picked up some other tools that really, really helped. And I swear by the vision board. Oh, I love a vision board. Have you ever done a vision board? I have. I did a vision board. My first vision board I did. I can't remember. I I can't remember. It was a few years ago. And then I did a really cool one for 2020. Like just 2019, I did one for 2020 and it was funny because all of the stuff on my vision board, you're going to be like, what the hell I did. It didn't happen. Now it was because 2020 set me up for, cause I still had the same goals going into 2021 because they didn't happen. Right. So I want to talk about that. Exactly what happened to you. Can I talk about it? What? Because I feel like I'm like this expert at the vision board. Like, I want to tell you why it didn't happen and what yeah. all happened with that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, the, so I have been doing vision boards. I am not kidding you. Probably for like eight to like eight years, I would say. My first vision board was small. I just threw it all together and I just put my goals or whatever on it. I was very new. And here's the thing, you guys, you cannot do a vision board and just throw shit together. That's not how it works. Mm -mm. I created chaos in my life at that time because I was just throwing stuff in there and I did not reach everything that I was wanting to reach. There was a lot of lessons in that year. Um, There's maybe two things I did actually gain from that. I put that I wanted to be um, a, uh, like an instructor in my field. So I wanted to be either like, um, an educator for like my color line or an educator. And I ended up becoming an educator for my, uh, hair extensions. So there was a few things that actually did come off of it, which at the time was great because I was like, Oh my God, my vision board is working. So it, it's, it hyped up that momentum because I did feel at that time it was working. So then I started doing a little bit of research on the side about vision boards. And so someone came out with a book, which was really, really good. It's a vision board book. I actually don't even know the name of it. It's It's in my bookshelf, but it talked about when you do a vision board, keep it organized 
and keep it to the point and put some feeling into it. So my next vision board after that, I separated the things that I wanted, like my goals. So I put like, I wanted a Lexus because at the time I was like driving a Mazda. So I'm like, I wanted a Lexus and um, I wanted more money within my business. And um, what else did I put on it that year? Um, and I don't do it every year. Like I do it like maybe every two years. Because you got to allow it some time to happen. Um, I, um, I think I put some fitness stuff on there anyways. So on that year, I got my Lexus. So I got the car, which you want to hear something funny about it is that I got the Lexus that I put on my vision board was a GX. The Lexus that I ended up getting at that time was an RX. So an RX is a step below a GX. Mm-hmm. And then, so I took that off of my vision board and ended up redoing my vision board. This year, I got the GX. That is so cool. And that's what happens with vision boards. And that wasn't even like kind of done intentionally. I got the RX and I was like, ooh, this is kind of small. I'm like, I need a little bigger for me and the kids. And I ended up getting the GX. And which that was originally on my vision board. So my new vision board, which is very, like, very cool. It's actually pretty big. I have stuff about my business. So what's really, really cool is all the stuff on my business. Like, I have retail, and I have, like, uh, being the best of best, like, with customer service and, like, fulfilling, like, my customers' needs and money flows continually. And everything that is on that side is totally happening like totally happening my retail has actually quadrupled (laughs) i love that like so like i so that's happening um and then on the other side like i have stuff for my home now listen to my home thing um i've had a really weird transition with my home of where i'm at right now um, I was at um, a duplex for a long time. Then I moved in with my dad, which was a complete disaster. And then I ended up finding the place that I'm in now, like just like on a freak thing, because I had to get out of my current situation into where I was. So it was like, like desperate, like it was a desperate thing. So my homes on my vision board are all on water. And Honestly, you guys, like I can see the lake, like I can see the water from my living room window. I love that so much. So um, it's still not exactly where I want to be because I like on my vision board, I like want to be on like I want to own something now. So like that's still there, but like it's all organized. And I feel like now on my vision board, Like all these things are happening and I'm not even thinking about it. So with this, like you create a vision board, you put it up somewhere. Like right Mm -hmm. now it's like behind my uh, door in my bedroom. So like when you open up my door, like you don't see it. But like if I'm in my bedroom, I do see it. So I don't see it like all the time, but I do constantly see it. And then also I took a picture of it and it's actually on my home screen on my phone. So I see it, but I don't see it. If that makes a lot of sense. No, it does. Because when, um, I got really, when at the end of 2019, I was really sick of my relationship, sick of my job, sick of everything. (sighs) Alexa, stop. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Damn Alexa. <laughs> if it's not the dogs, it's the Alexa. <laughs> I know. It's like I got this new camera system and it's very sensitive and it connects to my Echo Show. And so she just keeps like all my I mean, like I'm upstairs in my room and it's super quiet and like I can hear her being like, Oh, motion detected in the driveway. Motion detected on the front door. And I'm like, ah, so like it's super sensitive so i'm sorry guys like i gotta figure it out <laughs> um anyway well. anyway uh what was i gonna say oh yeah so 2019 at the end of 2019 i was like fuck this i want better for myself i'm gonna do something if i want something better for myself i have to do something i've never done before and i kind of did a little vision board like before i think once upon a time but i didn't put that much like into it right 
So this time in the end of 2019, I put a two-story home. I put uh, my tummy talk. I put um, a promotion up into management and in the industry I'm in, you know, um, I put like money flowing, all kinds of different things. I put like everything on there, right? And so it didn't happen. In 2020, a fucking pandemic happened. Yeah. But but guess what? My spirit- But it still awakened. happened. Yes. My <laughs> spiritual awakening happened. I evolved. Yeah. I evolved. I had several experiences yeah. in 2020 that catapulted me into 2021 because I didn't change my vision board. I didn't make a new one. I was like, mm, I still want all this. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like this hasn't changed. So I shit you not. After that, 2021 came around. I was like, it's all good. It's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. And sure as shit, everything happened. I got promoted into upper management with another company. I got, um, when I started making a lot more money, a lot. 2021 was a huge moneymaker for me. Um, mm-hmm. I got my house. I literally, everything in this house, I manifested. I wanted a two-story home. I wanted space. You know, I wanted granite counters. I didn't want to have to do anything. I wanted everything and I wanted all new appliances. I got everything, everything, <laughs> literally. I had my tummy talk and my light bulb. You yeah. know, I got like all of these things happened for me so fast, you know, and I had to go through these things in 2020. I had to because I had not grown. I was not prepared for the things that I wanted. Okay. Because it comes with another, uh, you're another set of beliefs. Like, and I think that's something that people write our time with, you know, because it is, and not to cut you off, but I just want to like, cause you're on a great like momentum, but that does come with what you said prior to you doing the meditation to you getting to yourself to a different level. All of these things have to happen because yes, I'm talking about like gratitude journals and I'm talking about vision boards, but I also meditate a lot. I also like at night when I sleep, I listen to high frequency. Like I'm really into like uh, meditations at night while you sleep. I'm really into sound therapy. So like high frequencies, like kind of like helping you get your mind to a different vibration and to a different level is extremely important to all of this. And you know what, Mel, I, you saying that also reminds me, I actually created a separate playlist on my Spotify and I literally labeled it positive energy and it's songs that make me feel good. Yeah. It's, you can do it with music too. Yeah. It's, 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 I've even found, and I don't know how I found it, but it was so funny. I found this money mantra song. It's really cute short uh, yeah yes. and then i found some really good um other good music that people have put out and then i have some older stuff on there that is very positive and i didn't even realize i'm like oh my god these are like classic songs and i love them and so like i'm talking like bill withers like, I'm talking, <laughs> like you know like i've got some stuff on there that's just great and so i play that playlist when I'm in the car or something. I'll walk my dog. Like I love my pug. I mean, I'm like, he really lives my spirits. And so I just want like things that feel good and are uplifting because we consume so much. And so I, I even go through things and I'm going through it right now. And I, and I agree with what you said to me the other day, because you said this year, I'm kind of going to go through a purge and it's on all fronts. I mean, it's my social media. It's, you know, who I follow, who's friends with me on there. It's everything, everything to real life, to on social media. I'm like weeding it out little by little. And that's true too, because that's what happened to me before I started manifesting like crazy amount of stuff. I purged through a lot of friends and even I would say my purge in 2019 like i went through my first purge in 2019 then i went through a whole different purge in 2020 um 2021 was my cancer which was really interesting you would think i would have purged during that time people fell off the charts during that time 
I, I lost people. And at first I was kind of hurt, but then I realized like by me going through my cancer and like me losing people just showed like the type of people that needed to be gone out of my life. Right. I agree with that. So that's another thing. If people drop out of your life and you're like getting like hurt, because I do, I get all sensitive. Like there's a reason for it. Don't be hurt because this is like a good thing, like a really, really good thing. And that also helps you get to a different like level um, in your uh, vibration to help you manifest also. So it's like really, really important to like surround yourself by really, really good high energy people. I agree because I had to say I had a situation happen. Well, one, I was putting in way too much effort for a friendship that was just shit friendship. But I also was like, I was like, I am so tired of people's broke ass energy. Yeah. I'm not just talking about the money part. Like the fucking mentality. Yeah. It was annoying as fuck because I'm sitting here, you know, thinking of ways how I can better myself and uplift others, uplift myself, stay in this high vibration, continue to do the work, continue to grow. And I've got, you know, thing one and thing two over here being fake as fuck and dragging me down with a broke ass energy. And I'm like, I'm not doing it. You know, so I just like, I don't know, like you got to get to the point sometimes where enough is enough and you want better for yourself and nothing's going to stop you. And Mm -hmm. so like, I just feel like it's so important to get in that headspace and you can do it in a way where, you know, it's not that dog eat dog world kind of thinking. It's It's more like, it's more of a genuine um thought process behind it you know it's more of a genuine feeling like there's room for everybody at the table and I'm gonna make it happen and I'm gonna go after what I want I'm doing what's best for me you know you can do that without being conniving or trying to you know do shady shit to other people oh absolutely and you're gonna be better off in the long run doing it that way too like it's gonna be more sustainable like it's gonna last longer so you you know absolutely Um, and all that comes back to you too i mean you don't want to just try to like fuck other people over to get to the top or reach a goal you know you don't want to do that well and it goes back to that with this so you know raising your vibration doing the healing like the tapping you know, manifesting with the vision boards. Well, the other step is giving back. Like, and it's true. It's about giving back. And I'm not saying like, go out and spend thousands of dollars, like, you know, at a charity. I actually used to spend a lot of money in charities and I learned the hard way that that's not like the best way of giving back. But I'll even like buy someone like a coffee, Or I'll do things for people that really need it. Like if I see someone like really in need and they need like an extra like hundred bucks or if they need something, I'm just like, you know, and I don't even think twice about it. I'm like, here, here you go. You know, I know. And and I know that giving back is a part of all of the manifesting. Yes. And then sometimes I, I know that people aren't always in a position to give money. So one time this, it was, was during 2020 and I did not work probably for like five months out of the year. Um, I had, I was on some hardships. I was going to little Caesars and I was picking up dinner, cheap $5 hot and ready. And I love it. <laughs> I picked up two pizzas and a two liter Coke. I didn't need two pizzas. My daughter's not a huge pizza fan. She just wanted a little bit. And my son at the time didn't eat very much. I wanted two pizzas because I wanted to just go to town, right? Mm-hmm. I was going to eat my feelings that day. Well, there was a man sitting outside of Little Caesars as I was walking out. And he, you could obviously tell he was homeless and didn't have anything. I had like nothing. I'm getting dinner at Little Caesars, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Been there, by the way. I actually used to work at Little Caesars, one of my best jobs when I was young. So (laughs) just saying, that's a fan. (laughs) (laughs) So I literally just turned to him and I just handed him one of these, one of the pizzas. Uh, I was was like, that's what I'm talking about. Because that is it. 
That's totally it. Because I just knew, I was like, you know what? I was like, first of all, I really don't need to eat my feelings. I need to just figure out a better game plan. And so, yeah. you, know, you know, to get me out of this rut. And second of all, is like, you know, he just really needed it. And I think people think sometimes like, you know, and they also with the church at bringing like, oh, I have to tithe 10%, ask me 10%. And what I tell the people, I'm like, look, that's taught to you. Yes. I mean, that's taught because the church has got to keep running. Right. right. Because their jobs depend on you giving the money. So exactly. it's a business. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and to each his own, if that's what you believe, more power to you, but it's, right. it's the feeling behind it. It's yes! the feeling behind it. It's not like, Oh God, let me give this 10%. You know, I have to do this. Oh, or I'm going to be really screwed or karma is going to come back or God's going to punish me. No, it's how you give, because honestly, in the eyes of God, the universe, it doesn't matter if you're giving a guy a $5 pizza because he's starving, or if you're giving $500 because you tied 10% for that. I have a story with that. Can I share real quick? Oh, of course. Go ahead. So, um, and my mom's side of the family, uh, my grandma, Daisy, uh, was really into our church and, um, we were LDS, we were Mormon. And um, so a part of that was giving 10% of your um, wages to the church. And I'll never, ever forget the time my grandmother was trying to teach this to me. And I was probably maybe like 8, 10. I was young. And (laughs) you're going to love this. I I just giggle. Um, I love my grandma, Daisy. And... um, she really, her faith in her uh, beliefs, like, really inspired my belief system. Even though we have, like, totally, like, different belief system, like, how she is with hers is, I feel like, how I am with mine. Um, and I, I believe more on the spiritual realm where she believed in the Mormon church. So she's teaching me, you know, give, you got to give 10%. And she truly, when she would give that 10%, she had great intention behind it. When I look back and now understanding her feelings, man, that woman, she would like give that money, which was a lot of money. And I was like, what the hell are you doing? Like, But for her, like she felt it like, and that's exactly what you're saying. Like, if you love that and you feel that, like, if you feel like that's what you should do, that's the, that's a part of it. And um, she was teaching me, That, you know, a part of life is, you know, giving back to our church because our church is, you know, very important and our faith is important. And it was a great lesson. It was a great lesson. However, at the time, I was looking at my grandma like she was crazy. I'm like, why are you giving all this money away? Like, I was like, what are you doing, grandma? I'm like, no, don't do it. Don't. You're like, grandma's unwell. I help her. I'm like, what is that? Seriously, I'll never forget it. There's just this moment. And I think we're in front of the bishop, which is the head guy in the Mormon church. So I think we're in front of the bishop. And I I mean, I probably looked mortified. Like my face was like, what is going on? Why are you giving him this money? But um, I obviously did not understand. Like there's an upkeep and, you know, everything with the church. But um, but. Her intention at that time, it was not a chore. In fact, she had so much pride in doing that that she wanted to teach her granddaughters to carry on the legacy. And that was important to her. And I do. I love that. And I love that she, she did that. But that's like a part of our lives. And what she taught me at that moment is that you do got to give. Mm-hmm. That's a part of our lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really truly is. And if you want more, if you want these goals, if you want to have, you know, a Maserati, I'm sorry, but you got to manifest this stuff. You do. There's like emotion. There's emotion with it. And you first got to heal yourself. And that's like where the tapping and the meditation comes in. Then you got to set your goals which goals come with hard work. So just because I have a vision board doesn't mean I have a vision board and I sit on my ass all day watching Housewives. So (laughs) I want to tell you this, which is that that is a dream of mine, by the way. Um, (laughs) 
That's going to be next on Ashley's vision board is to make money sound our ass and watch Housewives. Exactly. <laughs> Eating cheesecake. Oh, my God. My favorite. <laughs> and not gaining a pound. Not gaining a pound. <laughs> okay. Um, go on, Ash. I want to talk about this really quick because I feel like it's, it, you just reminded me of this. So sometimes the word hard work scares people. Yes. And, um, I know I, I when even when I hear it, I'm like, that doesn't, that doesn't sound like something I want to do. You know, <laughs> like right? whenever, whenever I hear that, but, um, when I just have to say this though. It's when you are in this momentum, when you are in this emotional state of joy and peace and knowing, like your faith is just knowing that everything is always working out for you and you are truly taken care of that, you know, everything has always worked out for you. If you look back on your life and kind of take inventory, you can see everything has always worked out for you. No matter what. And it's led you to very crucial points, right? Right. So whenever we say hard work, really what it is, is it's not giving up and it's taking inspired action. And and enjoying it. Like I just opened up all my wigs. Like I just got my wig line in and I had it at the salon. And I put it all out. I was so happy. I was jamming out to country music, you guys. So my girl that does esthetician, she loves country music. And I wasn't there for the day because I've been off with my surgery. So I went in to put up my wigs and she had country music on, which is not, not my favorite. But I was so excited about my wigs. I was dancing to country music, you guys. That's hilarious. And I was putting them up. I was taking video of it. I was sending them to Ashley. Like, I was, like, sending them to all all kinds of people. Like, I'm like, look at my wigs. Like, and that is the type of feeling. When we're talking about hard work, that's what we're talking about hard work, is that you're, you're, you're finding your passion and you're finding what you love and being in that moment and enjoying it. Yes, well, I completely agree because I, um, ju- okay, so I just finished my uh, classes, right? And I was really tired. Like one day I was, um, for those of you that don't know, I just completed my injector certification for Botox and dermal fillers. So I'm really excited about that, <laughs> but <laughs> it's cool. I, I was so tired on day one because it was a 12 hour day. So it was coursework, like studying, you know, um, oh my God, so much, right. Uh, so much curriculum. And then the rest of the day, it was like back to back patients, like just injecting and, and doing different work and all of these things. And it was just a lot, it was a lot of information. Right. And I was super tired. The next day it was a 10 hour day, but I was so tired and exhausted and happy. Mm-hmm. Like, like in a, in a daze almost like, wow, I can't believe like, wow. Like, I mean, I'm just here, yeah. like literally Mel, if you think about this, you know, it is, well, we're pre-recording this. This is going to air next week, but we are technically two weeks into the new year and both of us have already accomplished a goal that was on our list. Yes. Yes, we have. We really have. And my, and my vision board, like what you're saying is a digital visual board vision board this year. So it's only on the um, wallpaper of my phone, like the back, mm-hmm. the back picture or the background picture. Yeah. So that that's the only way I did it this year. I didn't put it. I didn't print one out because I like it like that. And, mm-hmm. um, cause I see it, but I don't see it. And I it was funny because I was literally doing something on my phone yesterday or the day before. And I was like, Oh my God, it yeah. is not even barely two weeks into the new year. And I have that as a goal and it's already happened. And the same yeah. thing happened with you for your wig line. You got your wigs, you got your wigs. You I know. Got your wigs. And they're so beautiful. And the they quality are. of them 
Oh my God. So that was like my biggest thing is that I wanted the quality. Like when I was like researching, and by the way, it took me like six months to research this. So when I was like researching and doing all of this for these wigs, like quality was so important to me. Oh yeah. I wanted the, cause that's oh, yeah. how I am. I want the best of the best. Yeah. Like I am not selling like some like Barbie hair. Yeah, and you know what? Yeah, and people are gonna want to wear this. And you know what, Mel? You care about your appearance. You want to feel good. You want other women to feel good. I want my women to feel like the best of the best. Yes, and so you're not gonna sell them junk. You're not gonna sell people. You're not gonna put your name behind something like that. Of course. So I get it. I get it a hundred percent. And you know, I feel like this is something else. You know. The thing is, is whenever you have a vision board or goals or something that you're trying to manifest, when you set those intentions that this is what I want, I know it can happen for me. I know I can do it. Doors open up. They do. They and sometimes up. not in a way that you think. So always be open. Yes. I always have said when you see an opportunity, you take it because it will lead you to where you want to be. I rarely will close down an opportunity if I see it. Um, There has been times where I'm like, "Hmm, maybe that's not it. But majority of the time, I when I see an opportunity, I grab at it because most of the time it leads me to my end result. Right. Right. I agree. And that's one thing you're right, because you have to be open and you can't continue to try to control everything because they Mm -mm. Yeah, you can't because you can't think it's going to happen this way. Like Mm -hmm. if you set up a vision board or however you want to do it digitally or whatever, set goals and you're intentionally putting out there to the universe to manifest it. You cannot think that it's just going to happen like the way it's going to happen. Like even for me to get my GX compared to my RX car that we were talking about. Like I leased my RX and then I was like, okay, I'm done leasing. I want to buy. And we just happened to be at a time where the car prices are like insane right now. And I had so much money on a lease. I had all of this equity on a lease, which I had no clue I had. And it was such an easy transition. And I was actually thinking, oh, my God, I have a lease. Like, how am I going to even do this? I'm going to be losing money. And all I did was I was on the website and I was looking at the GX. And once you get on those websites, those dealers are like, like, they're like calling you and stuff. And I just said, hey, I would love a bigger car, but this is my situation. And boom, it just happened. And I never would have thought that like prior to it. So action needs to be taken and you just need to see the opportunity. I love that. I mean, that's the same thing that happened with my house. I was like, Mm -hmm. I I have a situation. This is what's going to happen. I don't know. Um, You were in a lease. Yeah, I was in a contract. Yeah. And I was, and I got out of it and I was, it just all happened. Boom, boom, boom. And it's just crazy. things. And I think that's why it works out like that. Because honestly, you know, we know that, just remain open. Yeah. Open because there are literally infinite possibilities to how anything could come up or could go. Um, and so I think that's another important thing to realize and to also just enjoy it because whenever I know, yes, whenever I like, you know, we were talking about this before we started recording about transitioning, taking on new things, and um, starting businesses and stuff like that and how things, you know, take time. And I literally just want to enjoy this moment of learning all the things I learned in a very short span of time and getting that certification and having the support like you that helped me through and Mm -hmm. my, and my family and people around me, I said, you know, I just want to enjoy that. I'm going to enjoy this. It's going to come. I'm going to, it's going to be a gradual process, but I want to enjoy this because so, so many of us are like, okay, I did this step now. Oh my God. Oh my God. I got to do this next step. Like they get so we, I say we, cause I get like this too. We get so pressured. Right. And we do yeah. it to ourselves and really there's no race. There's no rush. No. And it's really important that you enjoy the progress that you're making, because I'm very serious. 
whenever you hit the goal and you accomplish it, you're like, okay, now what? Like I did this. Okay. What's the next thing? Did you get like that? I do. I am notorious for that. I'm totally notorious for that, but you got to enjoy it. Yes. You got to enjoy it and you got to have fun with it and you got to dance. Even if it's to music, you don't care. I couldn't believe it. I was even singing the shit. I was like, <laughs> so, I have to tell you something really quick. Okay. I, I was driving and through the neighborhood I was driving through, um, there are a certain culture over here. The, well, mm-hmm. through that neighborhood. And, uh, there are a lot of Hispanic people. And one, oh yeah, I grew up like that in California. So yeah, yes. So absolutely. Next to me pulls up this guy pulls up to me, and he's a younger Hispanic guy. You know, so he's got the neck tattoo. He looks really cute, actually. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, this little thug is cute. You know. Right? And, uh, I was like, hey. <laughs> I mean, well, Cholo looked cute, but anyway. Oh yeah. So he had he had a little sports car and his windows rolled down. He's like really bumping though, like the I'm totally picturing it. I kind of miss out in California because we don't have that in the Midwest. So I oh, like yeah. picturing it because I I do kind of miss that in Cali. So go it's, on, <laughs> it's very entertaining. And I'm sitting there in my SUV, you know, I'm just like looking over and I'm like, oh, he's cute. And he like looks at me and then uh, he sees that clearly I'm like white and blonde. And I guess he thinks that I don't get down to rap, which I actually love rap music. So I do um, too. I love rap. I love it so much. And so I didn't mind his choice of music and I could hear it through my windows because um, it was so loud. And so, you know, he's kind of going the same route I am. We get to the next, like, this guy changes to country music. He does not. He changes it to country music. Because no. he like and he timed it just right. We're, we're pulling up at the next red light. So together. he's thinking you're into this because he thinks you're hot. Yeah, and I'm white <laughs> and I'm blonde. So I must love the next Luke Combs hot single. Oh no. my god, no, no. I mean, I'm not. Look, I'm not trying to say anything. Y'all that love country, love it. Oh love yeah, it. trust me. I know that's I'm fine. Okay, and, yeah. and there's some country. I'm like, okay, cool. I, all right, but do is it my go-to? Hell no. Oh no. Like, like I am not a big country. I live in Texas, but let me tell you, I I didn't ride a horse till I was almost thirty. Like that's the first time I ever rode a horse. You know, I'm like, I'm not this person, okay? Like, like I'm not, okay? So oh, that's funny. It's it so was, true, though. It's really funny, and so I just died. No, I laughed so hard. So when you were talking about country, I was like, oh god! Like literally, this was last night. So it was really funny. Um, so, I yeah. love that story, by the way. Yeah, I am not one to listen to country at all. Um, maybe a lifetime ago, my early, because where I grew up in California, like there, uh, we had like the Mid-State Fair and there was, it was not a lot of city. It was a lot of, like more country. So we had like a lot of vineyards and a lot of like, um, you know, a lot of farms and stuff. So it wasn't like where I grew up in California was like, there was just like, it was a lot of country music. Let's just put it that way. Like, where I grew up is a lot of, it's Paso Robles, California, for you listeners out there. If you know the area, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So, right now, it's like a totally cute little touristy wine country area. And um, kudos to my hometown for making it pretty big, actually. So, I really love it. But when it comes to country, I know of it. I don't listen to it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I know, I mean, I know a good amount, only I guess because of, again, like where I live and right. that, you know, how, you know, who I was around, you know, but I mean, I'm not just that like, is a funny story. And I'm the same way. Like, I actually listen to a lot of dance, like EMD, or I listen to a lot of like, uh, rap and like poppy music and stuff like that's what I like. And so um, I think that's just really funny of how he totally stereotyped you. Yes, I was like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> I almost wanted to roll down my window and be like, can you please put it back? I mean, oh, yeah. you should have. That would have been fantastic. I mean, I really prefer Little Wayne. I mean, what are we doing? <laughs> so, yeah, so crazy. But yeah. oh, one thing I wanted to tell you really quick. Okay, so, you know, I, this is the question I've gotten before from people when they're like, okay, 
you're saying gratitude and love and light and good energy and being positive and then you manifest your dreams. What about these rich assholes who have everything? I know. And they're not like that. So I have something to say to that. Um, a lot of these people that come, well, not a lot of them come from money. There are people that are hardworking and, and have done shady shit to get to the top, but that stuff stays with you. Mm -hmm. You pass that energy down. And I want to say this, if, if Gloria Vanderbilt. Oh, good one. So her family, like, I mean, the line, the lineage it's, you know, investors, um, uh, social lights, uh, everything, everything mm-hmm. you can think of. I mean, you had people in government that they had connections to. I mean, everything. That family was severely fucked up and did a lot of fucked up things to people. Yeah. To, to stay on top. I mean, there were ugly, ugly things. To stay on top for money, to do this, to do that. And their family line is complete trash. Like it's turmoil. Mm-hmm. Like I'm amazed. And you know, Anderson Cooper, who is the news anchor for CNN. Yeah. You know, Gloria Vanderbilt is his mother. Yeah. And I'm actually amazed at how he turned out. Um, because his family energy is trash. And, um, but that goes the show too, that you, cause there are a lot of linear old stuff. I mean, yeah. every family has it. And I feel like I'm even in the process of changing things with mine um, Mm -hmm. and helping my children change things with theirs. But um, I feel like he had like an awoken calling to change his. He did. On that note of that. So go on. Sorry. No, no, that's exactly what I was going to go into because he did. And so um, it was, it was like the turmoil that he saw within his family. Yeah. It, it, it had reverse effect on him. He didn't continue that kind of trash like mm-hmm. energy. And so a lot of these people, you know, that you see externally that have all these things and they did it a shitty way. It doesn't necessarily mean that just because they have stuff to show you, it doesn't necessarily mean that they have the whole package because, you know, they're, like I said, their lives are turmoil, their relationships, there's so much, um, uh, you know, dark energy things that, that surround them. And you don't want that because that shit no. comes back to you. You do not want to be around that type of dark energy. And I'll no. be honest, I've seen it. I've been around it and you do not want that. I mean, I know people joke and they're like, well, I'd rather be crying in my mansion than it, you know, on the side, on the side of the street. Well, I no, mean, I, I mean, I get that, but to what degree? No. I mean, because you have people that literally have it all as far as money and material things go, but they are so miserable because of the way that they've attained it and who they continue to surround themselves with, you know? And that's mm-hmm. really something to take into account whenever you're looking at other people with and trying to compare and trying to... Um, uh, gain, you know, uh, insight from, because that's another thing is, you know, what will kill off your manifestation and your goals and stuff like that is when you compare so much, Um, don't compare. I mean, and I want like the listeners to, to really like reflect on this because Oprah talks about manifesting Susie Ullman, who is like my favorite financial advisor. I listen to her podcast all the time. She talks about manifesting all the time. She even talks about seeing like psychic mediums and stuff to help her guide her towards what she needed for her happiness and growth, which I have even done in the past and still do um, going forward. Um, Matthew McConaughey is one. Jim Carrey. I could go on with the list of celebrities that talk about exactly what Ashley and I just talked about. Also, what's really cute is Ariana Grande came out Aww. with a cute song 
called um, like magic or just like magic or something. And it's adorable. And it's just this cute little manifestation song, but it's huge. Apparently it's gotten like so many listens on Spotify. I was like, what is this? And I kind of couldn't believe it. Cause I was like, Oh my God. Like, I, I love can- it couldn't believe she was singing about something like that. So I love it. It just goes right. to show the evidence is out there. So, um, I don't know. I feel like this is just so, um, this topic is just so important for people to hear about, you know, because people get so discouraged and with so many things that online that are not real, like these manifestation coaches post so much stuff. That's just like, outrageous and makes people feel bad oh you're not doing it good enough and you have to believe and all this stuff there's so much more that goes into it there's so there really more. is and anyone can manifest their dreams anyone mm-hmm. you anyone. got it yeah you're right so i'm so happy about this and you know i'm gonna put i'm gonna put again our contact info in the show notes because i want our listeners if y'all have any more questions or um, you need answers to things or you're having trouble manifesting or you just want to know more about it. Yeah. Send us an email, ask us questions. We'll, we'll answer them on the podcast. So um, I'm going to leave all of our contact information in the show notes for this one. This is good. This is good. Absolutely. So, well, thank you, Ash. Yeah. So anyway, well, thanks guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you got some good insights. And we will see you next time. Sounds good. Bye.